Welcome to the show. We're back, baby. It's been like six months, my guys. Last time we did this, it was an MLB preview. I have to tell you right now, my picks are not looking the greatest. I mean, the Mariners have come along, but the Padres are really crapping it out. However, the Cubs are definitely doing what I said they would do. They are fighting for a wild card spot and may even win the division, which is a plus. But let's get into what I've been doing for the last five months, shall we? Well, let's see. We've been working a lot for one, not doing a podcast for two, uh, intermittently on social media for three. Uh, we took a trip to a Cubs game. We took a trip to, oh, this is one trip, ladies and gentlemen, too. We went to a Cubs game. We went to the Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. We went to the Baseball Hall of Fame for induction weekend. Got to see, got a whole bunch of pictures from that. That's pretty sweet. Went to Gettysburg, saw the Gettysburg's battlefield and there in PA. Uh, also hit up Washington, D.C., Charleston, West Virginia, Dyersville, Iowa, twice on the way out there and on the way back. Hit up Field's Dreams on the way out. Hit up the antique shop on the way back. It was pretty sweet. Got a $100 set of golf clubs. So that's what I've been up to. Uh, we also got a new setup now. We're actually using a real computer and also a real mic. So. We might actually have a real voice to this entire thing now. All right. Uh, also, a little new. We're gonna have a little football Fridays, is what we're gonna do. Um, I don't. I know it's supposed to be like sports history type stuff, um, but at the same time, for dingers and dunks. At the same time, it's football season. Uh, really getting into the old football time here, and uh, really just want to uh, make a quick. Uh, you know. Just really want to shoot out some some uh, picks, uh, some of my discussions. Just I would just want to get kind of back into the in general sports of it all. Uh, again, baseball, basketball—that's where the passion is. However, I do know football. You know, y'all may not think it. Uh, oh, also, we are currently uh, doing some sports articles for We uh, Live Sports pc.com so that's been fun as well uh yeah so just a lot going on uh taking a substitute teaching class currently as well to become a substitute teacher in my off time you know because i don't have enough free time apparently i need to try to fill it up with more stuff to do which at the end of the day is all right uh you know goes right into the basketball coaching this winter so that'll be fun so that's what i've been up to for the last five months uh, missing really the podcast, not doing it. So I'm kind of glad we're getting this episode out and uh, have a little fun. Again, this isn't going to be dingers or dunks today. Uh, we're going to be talking football, a uh, little little American football, not the soccer kind of football. You know, we're not playing football. Uh, so that's where we're at today. Uh, and let's uh, get right into it with last night's game, shall we? Uh, the Chiefs and Lions. Now, Kadarius Tony. I ain't saying bro's got stone hands, but bro's got stone hands, all right? Dude couldn't catch him, couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat, apparently. Uh, unfortunate night for that guy. Uh, unfortunate night for the Chiefs, um, just because, you know, they it was their Super Bowl night, celebrating the Super Bowl victory, celebrating, you know, last year's run. Uh, Travis Kelsey was out. They don't have Chris Jones, who's currently dis on a uh, dispute with his contract, which is, to me, good. Good. I love it when players uh, 
players do that. Uh, lo love the fact that players are going to, you know, they want to get paid what they, what they deserve. Saquon Barkley definitely should be getting paid what he deserves. Not $12 million a year. Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing last year. Worth more than a little more than $12 million. But all the owners are gun shy and running backs because if you guys got like guys like uh, Pacheco or you got rookies that can come in and run on a rookie deal like what the uh, the Lions currently have with Gibbs. They also got Montgomery on a nice little $6 million a year deal as well. So, I mean, when you got other options like that, I, get under I understand why owners don't want to pay the money. But at the same time, football is like a 15 billion dollar industry so these owners aren't broke okay what the what the commanders just sell for like four billion dollars like give me a break boys how about you pay your players all right pay your coaches why isn't eric benemy a head coach yet uh instead he's the oc at washington with the washington team now so lateral move for him matt nagy is now back at being the oc for the chiefs which um, wasn't i mean he was he was decent with the bears but i think he fits more being uh a Andy Reid underling but hey you know now let's talk about Dan Campbell the Lions for crying out loud uh first of all I want to say uh I did say the Lions would cover I did say the Lions could probably win um you know I think Tony doesn't drop four passes uh I don't think the Lions win but hey it's football you gotta you gotta go out there and compete and that's and I'm not gonna say the entire loss was on Tony, all right? I mean, he did give up. He was the guy that dropped a pick, dropped the pass that Branch took back for the pick six. But still, but still not entirely his fault. I mean, he had some off, he had some holding calls, some offsides. Like, I mean, he had some penalties. It wasn't a clean game. First game of the year. Guys are uh, just getting the, the, uh, getting the, getting back into the groove, getting the rust knocked off of them. Defense is always ahead of the offense early on, and then the offense like comes back and powers it on. Now, does this game mean the Lions are going to be running away with the NFC just because they beat the Super Bowl champions? No, it does mean that the guys in the uh, NFC C NFC North—I was going to say the NFC Central—that's how old I am—and the NFC North definitely need to watch out for this Lions team because these boys, let me tell you, these boys are, here, are hungry. They're hungry. As Tyree says in Fast and the Furious, too. Too fast, too furious. All right, they're they're hungry. They they're out there to win. And you got to remember, the Lions went eight and two in the last ten games last year. Like these guys are on point. Jared Goff is no slouch at quarterback. Even though the Rams traded him away from Matt Stafford because they were like, oh hey, we need Matt Stafford. No, Goff's time just ran out in in L. A. And both quarterbacks just needed a change of scenery. Jared Goff's a great quarterback. Is he top 10? No. Is he top 15? Oh, yeah, definitely. There's not 14 other guys out there that, you know, there's not another 16 guys out there that I wouldn't start over him. I mean, come on. I'm not st I'm not starting Desmond Ritter over Jared Goff, all right? So, yeah, Jared Goff, is, he, he's Alex Smith-esque. Time manager, uh, Vinny Testaverde-ish, you know, Trent Dilfer-ish of the Baltimore Ravens when they went to the Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer just had to manage the game. Like, that's that's all they need is a clock manager, and Jared Goff's that guy, okay? He also hits his wide receivers. Van or uh, Josh Reynolds stepping up last night, making some catch. Marvin Jones Jr. didn't have a great game. But at the end of the day, Lions pulled out the victory. Their defense stood stout, and they walked away 21-20 victors. Okay, 
So again, I'm not saying the Lions are going to run away with it, but NFC, y'all need to be on point right now because the Lions are hot, baby, hot. Um, also, let's talk about a little NCAA football from last weekend. The shocker, apparently, to everybody in the world but me is that Colorado beat TCU. Huh, I saw that one coming from a mile away. Also, who who is in charge of the sports books that puts Colorado at a minus 20.5? Or a plus 24.5. They're getting them 20 and a half points. Like, who at the sports was like, oh, yeah, hey, you know, Colorado team, Deion Sanders, Sh- uh, Shadir Sanders, like, and Travis Hunter, yeah, these guys aren't going to come here and play, and they're not going to beat TCU. They're going to lose by 21. Yeah, okay. Uh, first of all, Deion Sanders, that guy, just saying. Uh, watched plenty of games at Jacksonville State last year, and definitely know that Deion Sanders is that guy. And and following him over the previous two years, he definitely deserved a head coaching job with a big-time school, <coughs> Florida State, a while ago. But, again, not, you know, they were like, oh, well, maybe he's just the one-hit wonder or he can't do that in the big leagues. Huh? He's going to do it in the big leagues. Now, they're going to face a Nebraska team this year that's starting with a new head coach, Matt Rule. They underwhelmed against a Minnesota defense, uh, Minnesota team. That Minnesota team is soft, boys and girls. Like they're charming soft, okay. And for you to lose thirteen to ten against that team, yeah, it's not really sitting well. Going to be sitting well with you. However, uh, I do believe Colorado wins by a touchdown. All my Nebraska Husker fans out there, my in-laws, like you know, just pump the brakes a little bit. It's going to be a rough couple weeks, but you guys are still going to win about six, seven games. All right, guys. Just calm down. You guys just aren't going to beat this hot Colorado team. I don't see Colorado having a test until they face USC. And then I think that's really going to be the test for them. Uh, at that point, Caleb Williams is going to be pretty hot. The USC, US, Lincoln Riley and the USC team is going to be pretty hot going on. But Colorado's no slouch. Um, I think they could actually probably uh, finish well into the top 25. Probably be a top two, three team in the Pac-12 for its last year. So... And talk about a conference that just went away in a hurry. The Pac-12. That thing imploded real quick. Apparently, when you could only the only TV deal you can get is from Apple, that's an issue. That's a big-time issue. Ask baseball how that's working out for them with having Apple as their streaming service. It's ridiculous. Okay. Also, the games on Peacock not aren't great either. So, you know. Big Ten, really working hard on that, aren't you, by putting games on the Peacock Network. Probably shouldn't do that, boys. Um, but, yeah, the Pac-12 imploding the way it did. Holy crap. And the last two standing right now is Oregon State and Washington State. I'm telling you, just go to the Mountain West, boys. Just go to the Mountain West, okay? You'll be – you'll have – you can go against Boise. You can go against San Diego State. You can go up against the my team, the up-and-coming UNLV Rebels, all right? Going in the big house this weekend. Just saying, they're not going to lose by 38 points, all right? They might lose by 20, but they ain't losing by 38, okay? They might even pull an app state up that big house and pull off a win. Just saying, don't count your chicken jet there uh, before your eggs are hatched there, uh, Michigan, all right? Or however that saying goes. I don't know. Midwest boy, don't know really all the sailings, sayings around here. So, uh yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun watching some NCAA football. you got Alabama-Texas. Uh, Alabama's definitely winning that game. Texas isn't going to come into 
into Tuscaloosa and try to pull off that one. That's not happening. Uh, let's see what else you got going on this weekend. Um, you got first week of the NFL weekend on Sunday. So, hey, this is your reminder right now. Get your lineup set. Okay. If you got Cooper Cup playing and you're and I'm playing against you, or you're in our four team league, <laughs> Hunter, uh, you might want to uh, take Cooper Cup out of your lineup, big guy. He's not playing this week. Okay. Uh, Travis Kelsey's uh, didn't play last night. Obviously, uh, I don't foresee him being out too long because the Chiefs definitely need to use him. Uh, let's see who else isn't. Who's also not playing? Uh, anybody have got? If you didn't draft Kamara. If you did not draft Kamara in your league, you're slacking. All right, I got Kamara in all but one league, and I'm in five leagues. So there's that. Because after a three-game suspension, he's going to come back and just run. I don't think it's going to be old Kamara, but definitely with Jamal Williams down there in New Orleans, it's going to be huge, huge help with him in offsetting that. Uh, definitely going to get back to the Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara, uh, two-headed monster down there. Because guess what? You got Derek Carr, boys and girls. And Derek Carr, as a Raiders fan, does not throw the deep ball. Chris Olave is not going to catch up, catch deep balls, okay? You got to remember that Devonta Adams had, you know, had, I think, five or six 20-yard gains. But that was mostly the ball going 15, 16 yards and him catching it running the rest of the way. Like, that's what happened. Because that's what happens when Derek Carr's your quarterback because he doesn't have a deep arm for throwing the ball. Just saying. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, so, all right. You know, this is my shout-out to my boy. Uh, um, this is shout-out to, to my boy Gabe here. Yeah, he said, you need to talk about the Eagles. All right, man, man I got you. I got the Eagles for you, all right? Uh, the Eagles are not winning the NFC East. I'm telling you that much right now. Neither the boys. You know who's winning the NFC East? The New York Football Giants. All right. You know why the New York Football Giants are going to win this, win the East? It's because they have a soft schedule. They also got a running back that is on a contract year that definitely feels like he's been spit in his face with that twelve million dollar deal. Oh, just two million dollars above the franchise tender. Like, and Daniel Jones is definitely an underrated quarterback. Now, does uh, the Eagles have a hell of a front line? Yes. Did they have a the number one offensive line? Yes. But their defense is suspect, that is for sure. So that uh, so once their defense gets really, really down to earth, that's where we're going to be at. So with the Giants being the Giants, my guys, it's going to be real, real fun, let me tell you. All right? Uh, the Giants definitely, I think, can go 13-4, and 12-5, somewhere in there, and that'll be just fine. I'll tell you that much right now. Because the Giants are going to win the East. Uh, Cowboys aren't going to make the playoffs again because, you know, they're the Cowboys. So we're going to have that situation. I think Mike McCarthy is going to be out. Dak Prescott is see you later. I, the, the Cowboys defense just needs to really improve. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what they got to do to get that defense to improve, but they got to figure out a way to improve their defense. Okay. Then in the NFC North, we're taking the Lions to win the North. Uh, the Bears second, the Vikings third, and the Packers are going to pull up their rear. Okay, Jordan Love, yeah, I understand he was great in preseason. I understand he had a great spring or a great uh, uh, training camp. I get all that, okay? I get all that, my guy. However, however, you have to play live games now in a division that's called the black and blue division for a reason because they beat you up. I don't think Jordan Love can handle it. 
the Vikings, you know, are are the Vikings, and just really need to uh, just mediocre at best. I mean, even when in the division last year, they were still just mediocre. The Bears with Justin Fields is going to step it up. Now they got DJ Moore. By the way, I got DJ Moore on most of my teams as well because they're going to throw him the ball a lot. Uh, the Lions, just as you proved last night, are just a gritty team. They got that Detroit, bring your lunch, pack it up type type of uh, team right now. It's a Dan Campbell team. Guy just blue collar worker just comes to just comes to bring the hammer all the time. So then let's see. So then we got the NFC South. All right, everybody's picking the Saints. You know what? I'm going to go with a little different here. The Carolina Panthers. All right, the Panthers, my guy. Miles Sanders back there in that backfield. You also got uh, Adam Thielen down there as the underneath receiver. So, I mean, they got their their rookie wide receiver. I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. Uh, Frank Wright is the head coach down there, right? Frank Wright? Yeah, Frank Wright's the head coach. Uh, and you got the number one pick, baby. Young's going to come out slinging that ball. All right? And all he's got to do is just not make mistakes, and we're good to go. All right? Uh, the Saints, yeah, I understand you got Derek Carr. Okay. You made a big splash. You got Derek Carr. But your defense is still soft. You still have Dennis Allen as a head coach. So that's not really going to work out in your favor. I'm just saying. Not really going to do well with that. Okay. Uh, the Falcons still uh, still don't have a really good offense. They're, they're trying to be like 1980 or something. I don't know. And try to just run the ball with three people, including their quarterback. So there's, there's that. Um, and then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield – and but you got nothing else like Mike Evans Chris Godwin great guys but you got nothing else behind them alright so there's that the NFC West everybody's picking the Niners hot pick you know what I'm going to Seattle alright give me Pete Carroll give me Geno Smith baby heck yeah give me Geno Geno in the Pete Carroll offense hankering that thing down Geno Smith's my quarterback in fantasy and he's going to light the scoreboard up alright I understand the the Niners re-signed Bosa, whatever. Got Brock Purdy coming back. The guy, you know, Mr. Irrelevant that now has become like Tom Brady, apparently, minus the seven Super Bowls. All right, and however many league MVPs Brady had, but he's the savior of San Francisco football that they got rid of Jimmy G. Um, I feel that they'll come in second. Arizona's just going to win about two games, three games, get the number one pick. Then you have to make a decision. Are you going to draft a quarterback or are you going to run with Kyler Murray that you just handed a big contract to? Um, and then you got the Rams. Sean McVay's last year. I'm calling it right now. McVay will not be back next year. He's going to run it back one more time. Uh, they're going to try to incorporate them things, but I don't see him lasting another year. Now let's go to the AFC. We're going to start with the AFC East. You know, everybody's picked the Jets. We've got Aaron Rodgers now. He's going to be the bomb. Aaron Rodgers is going to make the Jets all the better. Like, the have no – Zach Wilson and whoever else was the quarterback last year. I don't remember. Who, who was the other quarterback? Anybody know? No, you know why? Because it doesn't matter, all right? Aaron Rodgers isn't going to come in and make some miraculous change to the Jets' culture. The Jets' culture has been crappy since Bill Parcells left. Since Bill Belichick wrote on the napkin, I quit as NYJ – 
HC and pass it across and then went to the Patriots. The Jets haven't haven't been relevant since then. All right. Are they going to change? No, they're not. They're not going to be the they're not one in the East, okay? You got to stick with the tried and true team, the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, James Cook, all right, man. That's where it's at, okay? You're going to stick with the with the Bills because that's the logical choice, my folks. All right? Logical choice is the Bills. Then you got the Jets. Then you got the Dolphins. And then who else is in that division? I'm forgetting one, aren't I? It's not Indianapolis. The Jets, the Dolphins, the Bills. Probably doesn't matter because they apparently suck anyways. Well, let's uh, try to figure this out, shall we? AFC East. Who's the other team? If I'm going to... I'm going to die. Aren't I? It's the... Oh, yeah, the Patriots. Ah, I just said that, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, total brain fart, boys and girls. Yeah, Patriots are coming in last. They're going to win, like, seven games. Bill Belichick is not the coach that, that he thinks he is. Uh, so there's that. And I can't believe I just had a total brain fart about the Patriots being in that league after just talking about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. You know, running up to that. So, yeah, it's a bad deal on my part, apparently. I'm not as knowledgeable about sports as I think I am. Anyways, let's go ahead and go to the AFC North, the uh, the other black and blue division in the NFL. That's just going to beat everybody up. You got, what, Baltimore? Not going to win the – is finishing second. Cincinnati is the number one pick, okay? Cincinnati is going to win the division going away. Joey B just signed a crap for a crap ton of money. He's going to win it. Win MVP. All right. So we got the old NFC North, right? So you got the Bengals one, the Ravens two, Steelers three. Or no, actually, you know what? We're going Browns three. Okay. And then we'll have the Steelers four. Is Mike Tomlinson going to have a losing record? No, he's not. He'll finish nine and eight. But the Browns also aren't going to make the playoffs for, I don't know, what, the 30th straight year. So that's fine, too. Uh, Bengals are going to be the one seed as well, I have a feeling. Um, and the Ravens are going to be, you know, the fifth seed. So there's that. You'll have the two, two of the best teams right there in the NFC North. All right, next up we got the AFC South. What do you got, the Titans? Uh, I'm not under, underestimating Mike Vrabel. I'm telling you that much right now. Very much can see the Titans winning the league, winning that division. Okay, but Jacksonville's right there. Jack, I mean, Doug Peterson. Talk about quarterback whisperer. Just give him a great quarterback like what Trevor Lawrence can be, and he's gonna make ma- things magical. Plus, they get Calvin Ridley back. Like, how dumb was Atlanta doing that? So you get Ridley back. You got editing. Like, ooh. Boy, that Jaguar defense is going to be tough. Um, and then you got the Texans who are just going to crap it out like usual. But D'Amico Ryans is definitely going to make some steps forward. So that's not going to be the end of the end of the world type stuff. And then you got the Colts, which they're going to have some growing pains. I don't think Jonathan Taylor plays at all for them this year. I just don't think that that relationship is going to be repairable. So whoever drafted Jonathan Taylor, good job. Proud of you boys. Thanks for uh, picking that guy. All right. But, yeah, um, I just th- don't think that that whole relationship's irreparable, is not repairable, okay? So, one, we're going to go with the Titans because it's Mike Vrabel. Two, 
be the Jaguars. I think it's going to come down the last couple of weeks, though. Then three will be... I mean, does it really matter who's going to be three and four? I mean, because it's going to be the Texans and the Colts, and both teams are going to win about four or five games, and that's about it. If that. So we'll say Texans three, and then we'll say the Colts finish last. All right, now let's go with the AFC West. As you saw last night, the Chiefs started off 0-1. They're now last place in the division by a half game because no one else has played yet. You also got the Raiders and Broncos coming up this weekend, and you got the Chargers-Dolphins. So whoever wins the Raiders and Broncos game is going to be in first place. And I'm going with the Las Vegas Raiders. Josh McDaniels, I don't care about all the drama. Like, this team has drama for as long as I remember. It's always been dramatic, okay? Josh McDaniels, Ziegler are building something in, in Las Vegas, okay? It's going to be slow going. Jimmy G's the quarterback, though. We finally got a guy that knows Daniels' system. I mean, finally. I mean, we had Derek Carr. Well, let's be real. We got a guy that's actually going to use his legs to run. Derek Carr hasn't done that since he broke his leg back in 2016, I think it was, 2015, somewhere. When the Raiders, like, went 12-4, and four, won the division. And that was pre-Patrick Mahomes there for you Chiefs fans, by the way. Um, actually, I think that was the season that they were able to draft Patrick Mahomes because they did so crappy and they got him in the second round. I think that's what that was. So, anyways, uh, are the Raiders going to win the West? No, it's still the Chiefs division, even though they're 0-1. But there's some cracks in the armor, boys and girls. Okay, the Bron- Sean Payton's not turning the Broncos around. So, all you Broncos fans out there, Bronco country, y'all are not going to have a good year again. Okay, It's going to be a little more competitive, but... And I think Russell Wilson actually throws for 24 touchdowns and does it really well, you know, does it sooner rather than later like he did last year. I don't know what he have, like 12 touchdowns for like through 12 weeks or some crap like that. So, yeah, uh, the Chargers still don't get over the hump. I think they might have a chance to make it the playoffs, but I really think it's going to come down to the Chiefs and Raiders. Old 1990s rivalry right there, boys and girls. Early 90s. All right. So, Chiefs, Raiders, top two teams. Then you got the Broncos, and then you got the you got Chargers, then Broncos. All right. So, let's get to the playoff picks, right? All right. So, we got playoff teams in the UFC. We got the Bengals. We got the Chiefs. We got the Bills. We got the Titans. We got the Jaguars the Ravens, and the Raiders. Those are seven teams, okay? Matchups are going to be the Chiefs and Jaguars, again. Then it's going to be the Bills-Raiders, okay? Then you'll have the four or five, whoever that was. Yeah, uh, I'm really not keeping track here, guys. I didn't really write this stuff down. I'm going off all memory right now of what I decided to plan for this show. So there's that. Um, so anyways, let's just get this out of the way right now. You're going to have a, you'll have the Jaguars uh, are going to upset the Chiefs. You have the Bills, the Bengals, and the Ravens are going to be your four final teams, okay? Those are going to be the four teams that are going to be in the semis. Then it's going to come down to the Bengals and the Jaguars is what it's going to come down to. Bengals are winning it, okay? So Bengals are going to the AFC side. On the NFC side, you got the NFC side, you got the Giants, the Lions, you got the Seahawks, the Panthers, then you have the Saints, the Bears, and the Eagles. Okay, those are going to be your seven teams out that way. And we're going to 
you're going to have the uh, Giants number one seed, so they're going to go right away. So you have the end up with the Giants, Eagles, Lions, and uh, the Panthers, I do believe, are going to be the four teams. And then you're going to get the Giants and Lions in the NFC Championship game. Then you're going to get the Giants moving on to the Super Bowl, eventually losing to the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl. Yeah, this year's champs are going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow is going to just win MVP of the league and also Super Bowl MVP. Jamar Chase is going to have a Justin Jefferson-like year, which kind of sucks that I didn't draft Jamar Chase on my fantasy team. But your Bengals are going to be your Super Bowl champions. So, there's your football for the day. Go out and place all your bets. Say I did it, okay? Now, let's go with our, you know what? We're going to go with our picks of the week, okay? Uh, we're going to do this little segment on Fridays as well. We'll talk about the upcoming games coming up the week. This week we got a little preview of the NFL season, but we are definitely going to do um, we're going to do some picks of the week as well, and then go from there. Okay, so here are the games that I have marked on my calendar or on my list. All right, first of all, I'm taking the Panthers at plus and three and a half against the Falcons. All right, I'm going to take the Bengals over the um, over the Browns at money line, and then we're going to go Vikings over the Buccaneers um, money line as well. We got we're going to take the Raiders plus three and a half. We're going to take the Bears money line over the Packers. We're taking the Commanders money line over the Cardinals. We are taking San Francisco over the Steelers. We'll do that minus two and a half. All right, and then we'll take the Titans plus three against the Saints. All right, then we're gonna go Miami plus three against the Chargers. I'm really hesitant on that one. Not a big fan of that pick, but I think it can pull it off. Okay. Then we got Philly. I'm taking minus four against the Patriots. Okay. I'm taking plus four and a half of the Rams over the Seahawks. I'm taking the Giants at plus three and a half. Okay. Then I am taking the Bills on Monday Night Football. All right. Now, the lock of the week is from college. We're going Colorado plus or minus six and a half. Colorado, Colorado wins by a touchdown. Okay? So, there you have it. We're going to have these podcast episodes every Friday. Uh, I'm probably going to have to put these out sooner than on a Friday, like I'm doing this one. <laughs> so, we'll have to record earlier in the week. But either way, Fridays, we're going to... Um, actually, yes, Fridays are going to be the day. We're not going to get the Thursday night game in, obviously. Um, so... But we were definitely going to have some locks of the week. This week we went all, we did the lock of the week of Colorado plus at minus six and a half. We did the NFL game picks. And then we are going to do college picks as well. We'll mix that in once we start getting, once we get out of non-conference play. Okay. All right. Well, y'all enjoy your weekend. I'm going to Minnesota for a wedding. And I got a golf tournament on Sunday. So it's going to be a great day. Great week. Y'all enjoy your time. Love each and every one of you. Thanks for listening. And by the way, thanks to everybody that kept on tuning in, even though I've been gone for five months. That's one thing I did really appreciate that. So, 
Thanks again, folks. Y'all have a great weekend. I'll catch you next week.